Hi, it's Dave here. This is my wife, Kathy. Hello. This is The Cinema. It's the podcast where we walk home from the movies. Uh, today, we have decided not to go to the movies. Specifically, <laughs> <laughs> so, to the cinema. <laughs> to the cinema, yeah, yeah. Um, there's a bit of a, there's kind of a bit of a drought mm-hmm. on at the moment uh, in terms of big releases. Uh, well, I think a couple of factors there we are at the end of the summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is now over, is number one. Um, there are... Uh, strikes happening in the US, writer strike and actor strike have 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 combined. It is impacting the studio's release schedule. They are yeah. moving the big releases away because they can't get actors to promote their movies. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a drought and, and there's no um, late night TV shows for them to go on <laughs> to promote their movies. So the studios are moving things like uh, Dune Part 2 uh, into I think later this year or next Way year. Way more than that is being moved and also uh, in Cork, where we live, the cinema in the city is closed <laughs> to, for renovation. So when I tell you we are scraping the barrel of films to go and see in Cork right now in the cinema, yeah. Barbie and Oppenheimer appear to be still getting the most showings. The Equalizer 3 is in and we would like to see, but haven't gotten to. But here's the thing. We actually think this is a good opportunity to go back and watch some of the movies that are now available on demand that we missed mm-hmm. and that some of you saw um, and so I picked a movie to watch which Kathy doesn't know anything about not a, not an iota right mm-hmm. it's called Sisu I saw a trailer for this about six months ago it, it, I couldn't find it anywhere in Cork um, but it looked like a hell of a lot of fun I have a policy I'll only watch trailers for movies I don't know anything about and then if I if at any point during the trailer it has convinced me to watch it I'll switch it off immediately mm-hmm. and I switched this off about 35 <laughs> seconds in because it was it looked exactly up my street and I think you will enjoy it too and you sold me so. when you said it's 90 minutes long it is 90 I was minutes like, okay here we go long I'm not telling you anything else um so I think because it's fun to go <laughs> in blind to know. right uh, and like our long term listeners will know during the pandemic 2020 2021 we often did kind of release uh, release movies like this as well and just talk about them instead of getting to the cinema I hope we're not getting as bad as the pandemic with movie releases but for now I'm excited to see Sisu <laughs> and uh, Sisu it's 90 minutes where are we going to rent it from um, I don't know probably Apple okay so it's available kind of widespread I think you rent. can just rent it wherever you so rent so we let movies. you guys know then if it's worth renting yes so um we're gonna check in shortly we're gonna head home now and uh, and watch that and then go out for a walk and uh we'll check in with you guys so here we go Bye. see you soon he was a finished commander he lost his home and his family in the war he became a one-man death squad ah! He's one mean motherfucker that you do not want to mess with. Fire! You'll see what happens when you take everything from him. Do you really believe that he's immortal? No, he just refuses to die. How many mines did we bury here? All of them. All right, hi, we're back. We have seen Sisu. We're back out for a walk. Um, Kathy, why don't you give a brief synopsis as to what this movie is about? Although, I will say, maybe you should just... If, I think you should watch this movie and not know anything about it. Would you agree, Kathy? I would, Did actually, you like that method of seeing this? Because I was watching it like, what the heck are we watching? And then I, I, I got really into it as it went on. So very briefly, it's set in 1944... It's set in Finland, and it's 
uh, kind of in or around the Nazi retreat from Finland. And it's about <laughs> this one Finnish guy. And you kind of follow his journey. Um, it's gory and kind I, of... I can tell you what's in the trailer. They probably just heard it, right? I, I think, yeah. Well, let's not give too much away, but it's gore. It's a gory film well, and it's quite funny. The, you, you, you need to hear the premise. If you, if you don't want to know anything about the it, go is, watch it. The premise he's Rambo. <laughs> he is a gold a prospector Rambo. who finds gold and then is intercepted by Nazis retreating and then it's him versus the Nazis trying That's to get premise, his gold. Yeah. That's the premise. And it is, yeah, it's essentially, um, he's also Rambo. Yeah. Um, this movie is so fun. <laughs> oh my God, it's, it's so good. Fun. Yeah, very It's fun. just like... Because initially I was like, oh, do I want to watch a movie set in 1944 about the Nazis? And then you realise the tone. Like, if anything, not to be reductive, but the tone is kind of like... It's absurd Tarantino-esque. Um, there is nothing. There so that's is, the kind of vibe of it. This movie is maybe is a presents as gritty and like has some really dark subject matter attached to it, but it is a comic book. The Nazis are all ridiculously evil. They're murderers naturally, and they want to kill dogs, which mm-hmm. is coding in movies for uh, uh, really the, the worst type of people. Yeah, you know the. Um, um, this it, it, and the things that happen, which we will talk about in so- Spoiler Street, are so ridiculously over the top mm-hmm. um, that that you can't. It, it, it is so not grounded. It's like yeah. it's, it's like Fast and the Furious levels of absurdism to a point. Yeah. Um, which actually makes this film so entertaining. So yeah, Quentin Tarantino's a, a clear reference point, I think, for this movie. It's got the big yellow Western graphics that he favors from the seventies. That I would say this is derivative of a few things that feels. Like very like John Wick at times. Mm-hmm. It feels very like any old man action <laughs> adventure, like Taken, or it feels like. Do you know what I mean? But then, as we were um, watching it, I was saying to Dave, it's very derivative, but it's also got inventive. loads of its own inventiveness. Yes, yeah. I, I wrote down four or five things that I have never seen before in any movie, mm-hmm. um, and and like I was cheering. I was absolutely cheering. For I mean, this I was really rooting for this dude. And so the Finnish word sisu means like... Which you were told at the very beginning in the title card. Like really tight-fisted, like resilient. Determined. Determined. It is a word that it tells you, the movie tells you this is a word that has no translation, which I liked. (laughs) It has no translation. But this is broadly what it means. This 90-minute movie is the translation of what sisu (laughs) means, I'm sure, for all our Finnish listeners. Um, I think we, if you like gory, violent... You're into Rambo, Tarantino stuff. But like fun over the top yeah. violence. This is, yeah, right? You'll enjoy this movie. Uh, if you're not into those things, take a hard left. <laughs> you yeah, can listen Rambo- past Spoiler Street, but don't see the movie. Rambo is a good counterpoint. Um, John Wick, yeah, it's very it's very much like, it's, 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 all, it's all those kind of yeah. movies. Um, so I think we should go to Spoiler Street now. Yeah, I don't know what else, what else to say that's not spoilery, um, but please, yeah, play, this is for, worth four euro, right? <laughs> well, that's what we paid, four yeah. or five euro for 90 minutes of really, uh, real entertainment. Um, so? Shout out to, it's been, it was directed by, uh, written and directed by uh, Jean-Marie Helander, I'm probably butchering his name, but like... This guy, this guy knows what he's doing. He knows yeah. how to direct action. He knows how to come up with like insane things. The conflict in this movie is always ratcheting up. Mm-hmm. There are several moments where you're watching uh, the protagonist and you're like, 
I like, like there is literally no way he can get out of this and then turns out <laughs> there is the most ridiculous way he can get out of it and it's it's like fist in the air kind of moment mm-hmm. um, and let's talk about all of those in spoiler street now okay spoilers now for Sisu okay so the things <laughs> the things that were so so insane and fun in this movie were him throwing a landline in some a landmine in someone's face the landmine right? stuff the, all the landmine stuff was fantastic was- First of all, completely unexpected, and then completely brilliant. And that's when I got interested in the movie. Before the landmine bits, I was like, oh. When you see him pick, don't know about this. When you see him pick up the rock, and you think, right, oh, that's just that's just desperate, right? He's just going to, you know, he's going to try and fight his way out with a. And we're like, why is he still trying to pick up the gold? Like, drop the gold. Yeah, and then you're like, well, it's done. He's gonna, he's going to be captured. I was like, there's no way he's getting out of this. And then I was like, oh, it's going to be a prisoner of war film. I don't want to watch that. He throws the, he throws the rock at the landmine, and it throws up all the dust. And then they send someone out, and he throws a landmine at that dude's face, and he explodes. And I I was just like, very graphic. And that's that's the point. You know what sort of movie you're in for, and it only escalates from there. When the horse blew up as well, you're like, oh, this is going to be really gory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the injury detail in this was like I got I got to say hats off to the, the visual effects people yeah. the, and the makeup people Brilliant so makeup, good yeah um, but the next bit was was when we were really laughing was the whole underwater scene where they keep oh sending guys God. down and he slits the guy's throat and sucks the oxygen out of that his, was out insane. of his throat I was like that did not just happen so our scientific uh, correspondent my sister Elizabeth who's a scientist I ran this past her oh you did I was like can you oh. slit someone's throat and like suck the air out of their lungs she's like I don't think so <laughs> <laughs> then maybe they didn't cover that in her PhD yeah maybe not um, because when he went under I said to Dave okay he's going underwater like he's going to do something mad like grow gills or something I don't know he's like superhuman and next minute yeah he was just, like every time another Nazi fell in the water and then they'd pop up and like, it was and that's when I, <laughs> what I enjoyed about it at that point is that the film was like it knew it was absurd and what the film does well I think is really silly things it doesn't particularly try to explain them yeah, because but- there's no way like at the next point when he's like he's hung right he's actually hung somebody hangs him with a rope actually te- technically no hanged. hanged not to be pedantic but there's no there's no way he would have survived that, but the movie just didn't explain it. No, then, and I appreciate that. Kathy, it's easy. You just hoist yourself up onto a rusty oh my nail, God, and you stay no, there but all night. Before that, he already should have been dead. <laughs> yeah, you know of course. I mean? Yeah, I don't know. And I don't know why six, he wasn't uh, dead from that. But before that, actually, he'd already had something going on with his knee, where he'd been sticking a knife in his knee. So this leg, at he this had a point, bullet in his knee, he which he fished out. Knee, and whether it's the same leg or another leg, he then stuck a leg into a rusty nail and oh, was, was like hanging on. The night levels of self-surgery. And like he was running grand by the end of the film. And I kind of enjoyed it because they were like, do you know what? He's just invincible. I He's say, legend. He is Susu. I gotta say, I gotta say hands off to the to the to the filmmakers though, because it's a fine line that escalates like a like a graph. It goes up steadily, the absurdism and mm-hmm. um, throughout the whole thing. But it never does. I, I I called to Fast and the Furious earlier. It never goes beyond the point where you're like that's impossible from a physics point of view. It's just Dave, absurd. It is no, 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 no. Slit someone's throat but, and but suck I'm the like, air out of their lungs. But it, re- but it somehow remains relatively grounded. Like, I was like, go on. It's because they don't have like also crazy visual effects, so it looks. They they've not done an also visually unbelievable thing. Something unbelievable is happening, but they've got a really grounded actor, and yeah. it's just like him with a load of him mud. A car into space. Now I did say to Dave though he had the pickaxe on his back for the whole film. I was like he's gonna do something mad with that pickaxe at the end, and he truly did. 
he did oh the he, plane he, bit like that's that when it, it was kind of mission impossible at that yeah, point yeah yeah i mean that was so funny <laughs> That was, and then he strapped your man to the Oh, that bar? was so good. One that of the was best, so good. One of the best villain deaths. Well, I saw the thing hanging down the chains and I was like, Some, that's going to get used for someone. He's gonna, someone's going to get strangled. That was what they did to his cheek. Oh, that's awful. When but then when he, the when he crashed, he, the crash is in the plane, right? And you're like, wait, well, he's obviously dead. And you I know, like how they he just, was wearing a seatbelt. I like how <laughs> they he fashioned just out of nothing. Show us a new scene where the pickaxe <laughs> comes out of like a swamp. Yeah, okay. I, again, I just like that they're like, look, we're not explaining why he's alive. He's just alive. He's and just I alive. He's invincible. That. He yeah. is. He is Kyoshi or yeah. whatever. That was so. We were laughing at the um, uh, when you get the the exposition from the German soldier. Um, which he all received from his general over the headpiece yeah. where he's like to his commander he's like he's like uh, he says we're lucky to be alive <laughs> he's called they could, the Russians call him Goyosho he killed 300 and we were asking each other like how does he know any of this yeah. how does his German commander know first of all that this is the guy from a number on a on a dog yeah, tag that was communicated to there him. was um databases you typed in a number yeah that's the number oh no that's the guy you better better watch out for him um but it's like how do they know that he killed 300 russians you're on the other side yeah right like so how do you know that information absurd about individuals (laughs) and and then how do you know what the russians and then the women the poor kidnapped women they knew about him as well well i believe they would know about him because they're they're, finished they're finished yeah he's a legend i love when he Armed all those women and they got their revenge on the Nazi. That was that was so very satisfying. satisfying as well. There's yeah. a lot. There's a lot of punch punch the air moments. Yeah. In this movie, it's really fun. It looks great. Like it's. It looks like it's shot. It opens um, up like um. It opens up like a Wild World West setting. Like I've never seen. I don't think I've ever seen someone outside of like the late 1800s early 1900s I don't think I've seen a setting where people are digging for gold like, well you you called back um, Tom Waits in The Legend of Buster Scruggs right or whatever it yeah was it was really the Coen like Brothers that. movie yeah. It, it, it was reminiscent of that um, so it's kind of it's funny I think you nailed it it's re- it is derivative of and reminiscent of many things like the fact that they even put a dog in there that was under threat yeah. leans even more into John At Wick the end, by the way he which, and, and, sorry, has his dog again someone who also is a, is a legend and a ghost that you know uh, a group of people have um, you've picked with the wrong person and then mm-hmm. they hear third hand they call him Baba Yaga <laughs> and all this like it's a straight out of John Wick yeah. or out of any of these kind of movies so a lot of that yeah you're, it's, it's not particularly new or original we're familiar with this format but the movie pushes past that and is like, here you go, he's going to slit a guy's throat underwater and, and drink the air. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm like, so now I'm like I admire it. Because we looked him up afterwards and apparently he's based on like some sort of real legend. We actually have Finnish listeners because um, there was a period in time there where we... Oh, we're big in Finland, aren't we? We're like we? the number one food podcast in Finland <laughs> and we didn't know why. You guys... All the Finnish guys are going to be looking at this like, Sisu! <laughs> I feel Sinsu! Tell us! <laughs> nice. Uh, tell us what you think, Finnish listeners, also other listeners, and hopefully some of you who've listened beyond Spoiler Street but who hadn't seen it, and you shouldn't have done that, uh, and well, I said already planned on not seeing it, we'll go and watch it. Well, actually, if I, if I were you guys, whoever those people are, and I just listened to that, this that would make me want to watch the film yeah, more. Yeah, we've given it I'd be like, away. no, I, now I want to see <laughs> somebody get strapped to a, to a bomb. <laughs> anyway, thank you um, everyone for listening. If you could please send us on movies that you kind of wish you'd reviewed and is now available on demand. Um, and uh, yeah let us know on at the cinemile on Instagram 
X. Letterboxed. No, I'm not. I'm not promoting it. <laughs> I'm off. I'm out of. You're X. out of it. I'm you off. You run the cinema. Uh, blue sky or blue ski. We're not sure what it's called at the cinema. But mainly come over to Patreon where we're watching retro movies every month. Um, yeah, we, we just, just watched, watched Persepolis, Persepolis which, which is, is a brilliant. great movie. And we're talking about loads of TV at the moment that we've been watching. Yeah, over. what are we going to be talking about? We're going to be talking about um, Ahsoka Foundation. Hello uh, tomorrow. Hello tomorrow on Apple TV. There's, lo- there's loads of stuff we're loads watching. Loads of stuff we've been watching. I've been watching Who Is Aaron Carter. Yeah. Um, so that's patreon.com forward slash the cinemile or email us. We like to be emailed mm-hmm. the cinemile at gmail.com. Bye. Bye. We might have a problem. <laughs>